When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Yeah, it's me, Scott. Remember, the dorky tannin guy. Yeah, I know, I've been sort of MIA for the last few weeks, and that's generated a lot of concerned, you know, DMs and emails and even a couple of phone calls from people and texts from people who know me, uh, which has really been touching. I, I really appreciate that. Um, everything's cool. Uh, thanks. Tannin's doing fine. I haven't, you know, sold it to the highest bidder, although there have been a couple of offers. But I'm healthy and happy. I'm not in prison. I haven't been taken away, but, you know, somewhere. Um, nothing's, nothing's wrong. As you know, I have a lot of aquarium industry contacts, and I'm occasionally called upon to help other companies with special projects as a sort of a geeky aquarium industry consultant. And I recently received one of those offers, uh, an offer for a little gig for a major aquarium brand that was just simply too cool, too good, and too lucrative, to be honest with you, to say no to. So I was sort of deeply involved in that project for a while. That's going to make a big splash when it launches next year. And that's, you know, it was very time consuming. I mean, these sexy, huge projects are accompanied by lots of non-disclosure agreements and confidentiality agreements. So I'm kind of bound to keep my mouth shut other than to tell you it's a, a cool project and it's aquarium related. Uh, fortunately for everybody here, my involvement is winding down over the next week or two, and I'll be more in back in active circulation producing, you know, the tint, um, really, really soon. In fact, I'm going to start doing it pretty much every day if I can now, uh, getting back up to speed, but I appreciate your patience. Um, it obviously, uh, that's not, if any of you have experienced delays in your orders, that's not what's been affecting the delays. We'll talk about that in a second. So people are saying, what's up with Tannen? Well, First off, we're finally, finally getting close to launching the new website and our 2023, you know, sort of marketing and, and, and refresh of Tannin. It'll happen in stages with a few little tweaks along the way. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more content, a lot more informational stuff, which is the stuff I really enjoy doing via the tint, the blog, and then the podcast. And we're going to be doing a lot more of that in 2023, a lot more guests, a lot more unique stuff that we haven't done before. Uh, I promise we're going to try to do more videos and YouTube content because a lot of you have asked for that. Um, and the answer is yes, I am actually working on a book. Um, I've been trying to shop it around to a few promising publishers. <laughs> no bites yet, but that's how it goes in the, I guess, the publishing industry. Uh, or maybe it's just not that good. I don't know. <laughs> but um, it may end up self-publishing the thing. We'll see. But but I, did, I do want to do kind of a book. A lot of you have asked about that, like a, a sort of a... I don't want to say the Bible, but a, a definitive guide to the uh, botanical method aquarium. Um, so we'll definitely be working on, uh, working on that. Um, the other thing to know about the new website, so it's going to look a little different. Um, it may not be like, to you, it may not be like, oh, this is stunningly different. But I think the, the quality and the effort that went into the production is going to be worth it. It's, it's, it's going to be a very different shopping experience in terms of it'll be cleaner and neater looking. And a lot of the work was done on the back end. So... 
it's going to be very functional for the things we're going to do throughout 2023, which is rolling out a lot more interesting, informative content on the site itself. When you're in the middle of the shopping experience, more good information if you want it about the products and their use, um, you know, background info. Uh, it's we, we created a more robust, I guess they call it a back end. I'm such a web guy, you know that. Uh, so it's going to have more capabilities that may or may not be used right off the bat. We're going to be rolling these things out in stages. So the main experience is it's going to be much more engaging. It's going to be easier for you to navigate. And I think it's going to be graphically more attractive, a little less cluttered. Uh, again, it's it's going to roll out in stages. Now, the first iteration you're going to see in the next few weeks is going to be sort of an aesthetic refresh and a change in functionality. Um, you know, again, we put so much work into the back end, and that was the real time-consuming part to to make it so that when we roll out all the changes in 2023 and beyond, the site is ready for it. So, from a consumer standpoint, um, you're going to notice almost immediately that our selection of materials is going to be changing. Now, prices will fall on a few items. Um, which is great. And in some respects, we're going to have less items available on a regular basis and a sort of a more unique seasonal or limited quantity um, selection appearing on the site. And we're going to be more responsive to your requests for specialized stuff since we won't be chasing down suppliers for the 70 or some odd different materials that we've been offering as, you know, what I like to call stock items. So if one of these limited materials becomes a big hit and you want it more, you know, then just once in a while, we'll try to source it uh, a little more often. But I think the goal is to get away from being the definitive botanical catalog for everything available. Why is that? Well, supply chain issues were absolutely killing us this summer. For those of you that have ordered and experienced incredibly long delays, I deeply apologize. I absolutely hate that. I've tried to reach out to you as much as I can. And the people that work for me, We've been trying to do that. Occasionally, people slip through the cracks, which is awful. We'll get better at that, I promise. Uh, and basically, what happens is <clears throat> we, some of our international partners, which were used to be real rock solid, were unable to meet their commitments due to regulations and shipping issues from their respective countries, uh, weather issues, uh, availability issues in terms of the materials they were collecting and preparing for us. So. We had a lot of delays and it was driving me crazy. Trust me, I I hated this stuff. And this played a big part of my rethinking our future approach to tannin. Um, So we've been testing and tweaking materials from a few new suppliers. And we should have all those supply chain issues, you know, resolved in the coming month or so. And I think it's going to be pretty much a smooth sailing for the, you know, for perpetuity from here on out. Um, Like every company, we've been doing this for a while. It's hard to believe it's been seven years now. So, you know, we were cruising along for a while and we hit our first snags with suppliers and that was, you know, something we had to work for. So we're moving towards a more balanced kind of a la carte selection of materials and a, a real curated selection, you know, that's the Enigma pack, along with some of our specialty items like the substrates, which will begin to come down in price significantly over the next few months, thanks to really strong demand for them and our ability to source the raw materials for them at better bulk pricing. Now, they're never going to be super, super cheap because they're literally hand-mixed from materials that we source, but they're always going to be, I don't know, cool. So we'll do our best to get the pricing down as we make more and more of them, but we've had a lot of interest in them, and that's been a lot of fun because people are playing with them more than ever. So with regards to the Enigma packs, that's going to sort of be our flagship product. Um, We'll be able to include a lot of cool materials that are not 
generally available on an a la carte basis on our site in them. So the goal is to make them even more unique and special than they are now. So a lot of times, uh, rather than having the common, I say common items on the site exclusively in your Enigma pack, you're going to have things that you maybe haven't seen before. We'll tell you what they are, of course, but they're things that maybe we don't offer on a regular basis simply because we haven't been able to secure a a steady supply of them or a quantity that makes sense to sort of offer them on the site, you know, all the time. So I think that'll make it a little more fun. And by not filling them almost exclusively with our regular, you know, stock botanicals, you're almost guaranteed to get something a lot more unique and tightly curated than they even are now. So we're looking forward to that. Now with my good friends, you know, James Sheen of Blackwater UK and Ben Peterson of Beta Botanicals hitting their strides now and growing their companies and making their businesses do their things really well, it almost kind of frees me up at Tannen to branch out in other complementary creative directions to sort of continue to forge Tannen's unique approach that you've come to know over the past seven years. I won't have to be, as I mentioned before, the clearinghouse for every single botanical item that the world has to offer. Just the stuff which I, and by extension most of you, love and feel is unique and appropriate for what we do. So the end result is that you the Botanical Method Aquarium Hobbies will have three, as you do now, three terrific sources for pretty much all the botanical stuff that you want. And I think we'll all have sort of complementary offerings. I I know, uh, for example, Ben and I uh, sometimes offer some of the same things James and I do, um, but they forge their own supply chains and their own unique, you know, flavor and spin on it, which is great. And that's going to make it just so much more fun for you. And of course, we're going to do some more collaborations. So look forward to some, some neat things in 2023 with these guys. Excuse me. So yeah, we're going to be leaner, more specialized, and I think way more in line with my original vision for Tannin that we had back in 2015. And then there's there's wood. Ah, yeah. So so here's the deal. Wood is definitely part of the Tannin, you know, DNA. However, uh, we never intended to be your go-to. Excuse me for stuff like manzanita or spider wood or whatever in every conceivable size. Rather, we intend, you know, or intended, and still do, to only offer the unusual varieties of wood and roots and bark and that kind of stuff that you've come to expect from us. Stuff that you can't typically find at the other $39,000, $39,000 aquatic vendors, excuse me. Stuff which kind of suits our little geeky, special, experimental systems. I've been sourcing and testing some really cool, unusual varieties that you're sure to love. Are they commonly available everywhere. Some might be, but most of them are going to be a little bit on the unusual side. So different, different stuff. Oh, and and then there's that whole estuary thing, you know, know, the brackish water stuff we've been playing with and rolling out in bits and pieces since, I don't know, around 2016, 2017, you know, mangroves and mud and all that stuff. Well, my hope is to do a lot more of that in 2023, more specialized products for brackish water aquariums, more inspiration for you to check out and, you know, all that kind of stuff that goes with it. And yeah, at some point, we actually filed for the day Impollop by Tenant Aquatics. At some point, we might do a reef or coral-focused aquarium products line as well, which if it debuts, maybe it'll be late 2023 or early 2024. It's, it's on the horizon, but I just can't seem to get away from the reef world. That's something that's always, um, always interested me. And um, you know, it'll be our own unique approach. Again, not trying to do all things and be all things to all people. I think that's worked well for us and for you. So we're going to continue that. Now, look, I can go on and on and on telling you every single thing we've, we've been doing and every trial and tribulation we went through at Tannen and everything we're going to do in 2023, but where would the fun be in that? 
So suffice it to say, we think you're going to enjoy all the changes and the enhancements that we will start rolling out very soon. The botanical method aquarium world that we, you know, ply our trade in is literally exploding within the hobby. And, you know, we're awfully proud to have played a small role in helping to shed more light on the darkness, literally, since 2015. As you've evolved, we're evolving. Uh, no longer, you know, this weird freak sideshow, the botanical method is a legitimate approach with technique and methodology, which requires a specialized mindset, as you know, and a specialized suite of materials. And that's what we're here for. So thanks for coming this far with us, and thanks for hanging with us as we roll out this kind of all-new tannin experience over the course of 2023. And of course, I'm going to throw down a little gauntlet in the process. Really more of a salute to those of you who do this unusual stuff, to those who have joined our movement, to those of you out there, you know, plying the fringes of the hobby on your unknown. Maybe you stumbled on us, you outliers. What is an outlier? Well, it's a noun. It's a person or thing situated away or detached from the main body or system. It's a person or thing differing from all other members of a particular group or set. Does that sound like you? Have you ever had an opinion about something which sounded like a pretty fair assessment, yet you knew would simply piss off a lot of people? Something that, although seemingly innocuous and relatively unimportant in the grand scheme of life, would... I don't know, irritate, agitate, maybe turn some people against you in the final, you know, the, the field of endeavor that you engage in if you said something? If so, you're downright, you know, heroic to me. Really, people don't do this stuff enough. I'll come out and say what I'm thinking at the moment. I, it probably won't endear me to some people, and that's okay. And please, it's not a knock against anybody or any organization or movement. I mean, it may sound that way. It's an opinion, though, that I've developed as an observer, a a fan, a student of the aquarium world. It's my opinion, and it will probably not resonate with everybody. I think that the current, here it is. I I think that the current state of creating unique aquariums is, ah, I hate to say this, it's kind of boring. Maybe it's that some of the trendy I don't want to use the word aquascaping, but I think I have to. And trendy aquascaping is sort of stagnant. It's homogenous. It's become common. It just is, in my opinion. And I'm sorry about that, but I just, I see a lot of this stuff and I just, I find myself actually metaphorically and sometimes literally yawning when I'm looking through my social media feeds. The aquascaping world has some amazingly talented people. I mean, really, really talent I would kill for. Yet the works that are being produced and for that matter, being elevated in contests and on social media are, in my opinion, sort of a float in a sea of sameness. You see this on Instagram or in aquascaping contests all the time. Many people stick to the tried and true formula of the moment or maybe some slight deviation thereof, seemingly afraid to deviate at all. Think I'm full of it? <laughs> Look at the typical aquascaping contest website. Entries from all over the world feature these amazingly beautiful aquascapes. I mean, things I couldn't do. And they're magnificent work from really passionate course. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're no good or stupid or whatever. I'm merely saying that when you look at them, they hardly seem differentiated from each other and, you know, these days. And if you're really being honest with yourselves, I'll bet that a few of you might agree with me. I mean, every entry looks really similar. And it's not just because there's only so many materials to work with. I think it's because we feel like we're obligated to follow some sort of formula out there. Now, look, there, there are some 
different tanks out there being entered into these contests. Don't get me wrong. There's a huge pool of really talented aquascapers producing magnificent work. Yet, in my opinion, the thing is, much of the work seems to fall into just a few little categories. Like, number one, you find those, those fantasy scapes, which we've talked about before. They're essentially dioramas with aquatic plants. They're created to look like underwater mountain ranges and waterfalls and beaches and stuff. Now, these do require enormous talent and discipline, not to mention super glue, really good photography and patience. <laughs> and of course, they always have to have a weird title. I mean, I guess that's the least annoying part to me, but still it's an aquarium, not a collectible art piece. So I always find that funny that people title the work. And the joke is most of the damn things are broken down in months anyway. So why do you need to title it? I mean, maybe people could purchase them as an NFT or something. I don't know, but I just always found that a little bit bizarre. Okay, the second thing is you see these over-the-top moss and plant-covered woodscapes looking for all the world like a terrestrial old-growth forest. Now, some of these, and I, I mean the ones that are actually not trying to look like a terrestrial forest, but trying to look like a rock or a piece of wood that's fallen into a stream and gotten overgrown by by you know, aquatic plants. Those are amazing. They're compelling. They're achingly beautiful. And they're often meticulously crafted aquariums, taking many, many weeks or months to manage, create, and photograph. And I love them. We see fewer of these than the fantasy scapes. And I wish we'd see more. Those are cool. And almost every one is a little different. Sure, a lot of them have the same moss-covered rock, but it's executed a little differently. And there's a lot of room for creativity in that sector. Oh, and they always need a title too, which, God, can we just say that the title thing should just be ditched once and for all? I really wish it would be. I just don't see the need for that. Uh, and then there's the third type, which is everything else, you know, biotope aquariums, paludariums, vivariums, river tanks, all that kind of stuff. Some are executed brilliantly. Others are sort of a work in progress, still growing in, whatever. All of them are unique and they're often created by, you know, unknown, passionate hobbyists who simply want to share their work. Most have no titles. They're just amazing tanks that undeservingly, uh, you know, serve to create a rather vivid supporting cast for the beloved categories that I just talked about. And finally, there's the fringes. These are generally like pure hardscapes and wild concept aquariums that simply don't follow a garden type formula. Uh, Semi-paludariums, minimalist sand and rubble scapes, uh, monospecific planted tanks, Simulations of unusual ecological niches like karsts and springs and maybe even a, pond, a, a you know a, a, a puddle or something. Blackwater botanical method aquariums, biotope inspired displays, brackish water aquariums, cave aquariums, conceptual tanks. These are the true outliers. This is sort of the realm of the discomfort zone. The hobbyists who work in this you know magical place don't generally give a damn about winning the contest. They know that they won't because they're doing stuff that not everybody even gets or thinks is cool. Stuff that goes decidedly against the grain of what's acceptable. Just showing up and creating a disruption, although it's typically unintentional. And maybe, just maybe inspiring somebody else is their goal. And I think it is with a lot of these people. I'm fascinated by these outliers. And what's weird is that there are a fair amount of them out there. Many of you might be outliers too quietly doing what you do, occasionally popping up on the radar, sharing something on social media, you know, perhaps garnering a curious peek by the establishment before, you know, retiring back into the shadows. I love that. It's cool. I had this idea of my head in my head. I shared this with you years ago about sponsoring one of these types of hobbyists and, you know, kind of like companies do with football teams, race teams, that kind of stuff. This is not, you know, a novel concept. It's done even in the aquarium world. 
But I'm not talking about just finding a hobbyist that you know uses tannin products and you know hooking them up. I'm talking about finding somebody truly doing really weird stuff and just quite honestly not giving a rat's ass about winning some contest. Just about sharing their work. Do they mention tannin? Maybe. I would appreciate that. But it's it's again, it's about a movement more than just a company. It's just about celebrating the unusual work. I just thought it would be cool to work with a person, you know, with the express purpose of creating and sharing unusual aquariums with, you know, the world and sharing pics and videos. And again, not necessarily in contest, mind you, just out there in the aquarium world, inspiring some hobbyists, frightening others, making everybody a bit uncomfortable from an aesthetic and even a functional standpoint, replicating nature in a very literal sense. People that aren't afraid of fungal growths, biofilms, decomposing wood, detritus, and beautifully presenting them. I found a few people like that. I, I sort of tabled the idea for a while, though. I, I admit it. I, I've not, I haven't found that. I found a couple of people that really came close. And some of you know who you are because I've said how much I love you and your work. But it's just something that just, I don't know, maybe the whole idea of sort of working with someone like that is, kills the purity of it all. I'm not sure what it is. But I don't know. I figured it would be really self-serving or somehow being perceived as even a bit arrogant to like, yeah, I'm sponsoring a rebel. I, I still sort of fantasize about this thing. Why? I have no idea. I guess it's a rebel in me, although I guess I'm more mainstream than I thought I was. Maybe I'm just throwing a tantrum. That's probably what it is. Could be. Anyway, maybe it's because no one else is writing about this shit these days. Uh, perhaps it's the desire to give somebody with talent the exposure that they deserve or that the world deserves to see. Yet, I wasn't contemplating just any talented aquascaper out there. There's a lot of supremely talented people in the aquascaping world. Rather, what I was looking for was somebody, someone really different. Although I wondered, would bringing such a person's work to light actually corrupt the whole soul of what we're talking about? You know, create this giant obnoxious hypocrisy of sorts? I don't know. I don't claim to have the answers. But I think that the... I, know, I hate to use the word aquascaping world, but I think the aquascaping or the aquarium world needs a little injection of the unusual right now, in, in my opinion. And it needs a special type of person to do it. I know a lot of you have said, Scott, you've been that, that guy, that Pied Piper of detritus and all that stuff. And that's been a great thing. But I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm one of those guys that sort of bridges the old and the new. And I'm looking for something totally different, an outlier, somebody who just gets it. Somebody who's instinctively not only afraid of going against the prevailing trends, a person who simply does their own thing because it gets them excited. Someone that's fearless, not afraid to face the criticism from those who don't get it, like it, or even appreciate it. You know, the kid who, you know, only wore black all through high school, maybe seemed a little bit weird to others who didn't understand him or her. I had this vision of supporting somebody like that who felt something deeper, you know, finding a person who has a unique dynamic, an artist, sure, uh, a surfer, maybe, a writer, possibly, a, a sort of sage type, I don't know, a, an old soul, a musician, perhaps even a philosopher of sorts, someone that fits all those things, you're out there, someone who brings different, something different to this homogenized, prepackaged, formulaic aquarium world, somebody who can talk emotionally to you for a very long time about the 10-gallon brackish water fungal rootscape that they, you, know, you just created and leaves you wanting to hear more. Somebody with a deep passion, a spark, a very different orientation. Somebody who asks why. Somebody who wants to create a ruckus, but because they 
care about pushing the boundaries of conventional thinking and an expression in the aquatic world, not because they're trying to make a commercial splash or become an influencer for a brand. Someone who looks at things from a totally different angle. Again, not to be cool, mind you, simply because that's how they look at stuff. A person who feels that his or her work is not just a creative expression, but an instrument of change. Have I taken that approach? I have, but of course there's a built-in hypocrisy. I have a company called Tannin Aquatics where I sell this stuff. So even if I'm saying you don't have to buy my stuff to be disruptive, the message gets corrupted. So I guess it's somebody that's not attached. It's interesting. I think that just because it's time for somebody like this to emerge is what makes it even exciting for me. The hobby, in my opinion, needs that person or people. Some people who can carry the flag for our movement. Yeah. Now, there's a few of you that have entered, uh, I've, and you know who you are, I've entered in aquarium contests with some botanical method aquariums and done just amazing, brilliant work and actually got some recognition for it, which is really incredible. And I think we need to see more of that kind of stuff. Again, not to just you know, give the bird to the, flip the bird to the, uh, the aquascaping establishment, but to say, hey, there's more to it than the same stuff we do all the time. There's people out there, people that are going to continue to push the limits. Yeah. Who is that person? Who are these person? Where is that person? Where are these people? Is he, she, they already here? Are there more of them? You know, who are these children of which I speak? Who are these people? I'll keep asking and I'll keep looking. I know you're out there. However, to all of you, our tribe, our loyal fans, I hope I didn't sound like I'm shitting on you guys because I'm ignoring you and saying, no, we're looking for somebody else. That was not the point. The point is to just find somebody that sort of speaks for all of us in a way and can sort of, you know, show up now and again with something totally crazy, gets you excited and then just continue to do their own thing. And to all you really loyal people, those of you who do it for the sheer love of the game, which is 99% of you. I'm in awe of you, and I think you're amazing, and I have a simple message for you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting our ideas and our, our movement for the last, in this case, about some of you, seven years. Some of you were doing this even before Tannen showed up on the scene. We just became your sort of, you know, your watering hole, I guess. But thank you. And for me, I'm back from never really being gone. <laughs> it feels pretty exciting, actually. I'm really looking forward to doing some new stuff with you guys in the, in the coming year. And I appreciate all your support and patience thus far. And damn, things are going to get exciting, aren't they? Stay involved. Stay excited. Stay creative. Stay bold. Stay unique. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. And I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.